Welcome to the Phase World Podcast. Engaging conversations that cross the boundaries between business, art, and the digital world. about it, but be intentional more importantly about attracting the right people. Play with it and test it and experiment. That's really just our strategy was asking people, creating content and promoting that. People are overwhelmed. That's literally the thing that I hear most often. And so if you can create a solution to that problem where they're able to breathe a little bit better and sleep a little bit better at night because they know that they're not going to forget to tweet, you know, after the morning meeting or uh, they're not going to forget to talk about their promotion uh, over the weekend because all of it is planned out and scheduled in advance. It just makes life so much easier. I think that We have to learn how to think about our business from a foundational, fundamental perspective. Hi, everybody. This is your host, Fei Wu. And today I am inviting a very different kind of guest to talk about something we haven't yet covered in the past, at least to this level of details on Phase World. That is online marketing and passive income. Unfortunately, I can't use smart passive income or SPI because that is Pat Flynn's signature move, though inevitably his name comes up quite a bit in this episode. Why? Phase World has been an experiment of mine for over two years now. Unlike most other podcasts that are focused on niche or unique topic, Phase World's theme is focused on the person or the people I'm interviewing. We believe that there is no set format, step-by-step instruction to guarantee success. Therefore, we decided to interview interesting people from all walks of life. We're all in transitions, whether you admit it or you believe it or not. Precisely why I think it's important to not only talking to people in particular profession exclusively or seeking out type A folks or people who are only successful financially. There is a pretty big variety on Phase World today. If you visit phaseworld.com, midway down the page, you'll notice a choose your own adventure section where you can select the category of conversations you like. For example, agency and digital media, art and design, career advice, or even martial arts, music, travel, performing arts, social services, and technology. As part of my new area of growth, I have personally been exploring the area of online marketing, specifically creating online courses. Just about a month ago in uh, the timeframe, I guess would be October and November of 2016, I created a series of live video I called Freelance Live on my Facebook channel, which is facebook.com forward slash faceworld. And it was a wonderful exploration looking into my experience as a freelancer since the beginning of the year. And also my current endeavor, which is to compile my knowledge working in digital production for the past 10 years to a series of courses. 
Turns out this project is much bigger and more sophisticated than I ever thought before. After following a few online gurus who sell courses in the $1,000 range and frankly, too much blabbing, a lovely listener face world named Katie Clark introduced me to a young woman named Kim Jimenez. Kim and I connected right away and scheduled this very interview you're about to hear in two parts. I had taken so much of Kim's time over one and a half hours, largely because she was so fantastic and was willing to be an open book. It was so refreshing to learn from her firsthand on how she created a successful online business for the past two years. The origin story, or rather to say that pivotal moment for her, was helping her then-boyfriend's moving business. Running a simple Facebook ad turned into thousands of dollars worth of business. Hmm, interesting. So who is Kim Jimenez? She is a social media consultant with a ton of energy and a crazy passion for helping small businesses nurture relationships, gain more leads, and attain real results with social media marketing. She calls herself a fun, small-town islander from Puerto Rico, to be exact, with a crazy, overwhelming passion for social media marketing who absolutely loves what she does. The first half of our conversation focuses on Kim's origin story. How did it all begin? Her childhood, then her first business venture, and how she turned a simple Facebook ad to $1,000 business. The second half of our interview gets nerdy, but you will learn exactly how Kim built her business, including generating more than 10,000 emails on her mailing list, which is in our world called lead generation, and how she created those lead magnets, meaning free giveaways, courses, webinars, or eBooks, and how she continues to nurture her network, getting the customers who are best suited for her brand and her offerings. The magic of this conversation is Kim's honesty and her spirit of not giving up easily. Pat Flynn from SPI calls it hard work is magic. When you hear other online entrepreneurs creating something in half a day and sold for a million dollars or watching some guy in a video on Facebook standing next to a Lamborghini and asking you if you want to know the secret, this isn't what Kim is offering to our conversation and certainly isn't what she's teaching. From launching several successful online courses after numerous tries and failures, Kim's new revenue driver, oh, so the most sophisticated course she had offered yet, is called the Business Lounge. From showing you how to run a smart Facebook ad to creating a content calendar to an online public and private forum to get you started and an opportunity for people to help one another, Kim leaves it all on the table for us. This conversation to me is priceless. Hope you enjoy this and please share with others, subscribe to Phase World Podcast, and an honest review on iTunes is incredibly helpful to spread the word of these sung and unsung heroes. Our listeners tell us that these are some of the best stories they have never heard before. Without further ado, please welcome Kim Jimenez to the Phase World Podcast.
you know, sharing with us, you know, the rough, roughly what your audience looks like and how many of them are like engaging, diehard, your true, a thousand true fans, you know, how, how, well, how did the number kind of change over the past three years before you realize you have an audience and now you can have an online product? Yeah, sure. That's a great question. I'm really glad you asked it. So to be really transparent and honest, and this is something that I tell uh, my my members all the time, is that, you know, I've made so many mistakes along the way. So many mistakes, Faye. I mean, it's crazy. But when I first started, I really wasn't being as intentional about building an audience and building an email list and building a following as I should have. And I was actually on a Facebook Live uh, the week before last talking about this. But when you're specifically when you're kind of in the service industry where you're the solo, uh, you know, solo entrepreneur, and you're the one who's rendering the service, or you're the one who's creating uh, the product, it's really easy to get really, really bogged down by servicing other people, right? And so for the first, uh, I would say two years, honestly, it hasn't been more than than about a year and, and a couple months since I've taken my audience seriously. But for the first two years, I was so completely, uh, you know, just involved in my clients' businesses and growing their businesses that I forgot to grow my own. And I completely neglected uh, my consistency. I was still putting out content, but not as well and as consistent uh, as I should have been. Um, I really wasn't nurturing my audience the way that I should have. I wasn't gathering as much feedback as as I should have. And um, that really set me back. I truly believe that, you know, because launching and switching business models is is really hard. At least it was for me. Kind of going from being the service provider to teaching and packaging your your products and marketing them and uh, making sure that they're top notch and updating them and then servicing your members. It's a lot. And so once I um, decided that it was time to kind of launch my product, I had about only like a thousand people on my email list. And it just had been one of those things where you know you should be doing it, but you kind of do it, but not wholeheartedly or you don't really follow through. And so, you know, I really only had about a thousand people. I think I had, I had a good following on Facebook. I think I had about 3000 people on my Facebook page and then less than a thousand on Twitter, less than a thousand on Instagram. I think all combined, I might have like 6,000 people um, that were my fans and followers and then about a thousand people on my email list. So once I switched over to product creation mode and I realized how important it really was uh, to start taking it seriously, it just changed. And I started being really intentional about my content. And so for, I think the first, I don't really have a specific time frame, but I know that the past year we've grown kind of like the email list to about 13,000 people, which still isn't like the largest, you know, email list ever. No, you don't need to be. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. It's so you know, it's about it's about the quality, honestly. So instead of focusing on the numbers per se, my biggest advice to your listeners would be be intentional about it, but be intentional more importantly about attracting the right people, right? You just talked about kind of like the language on my sales page about, you know, who my products are for and who they're not for. And that's just something that I've learned, you know, through trial and error of attracting the right people versus the wrong people. So you want to be really intentional about attracting a quality audience, uh, you know, both to your social media pages, but more importantly to your email list, because those are the people who are going to do business with you ultimately. 
Mm, I love that. And, uh, you know, going from, uh, if we're just focusing on one, because I think the others, even though the tactics may be a little bit different, but the, like you said, the intention is actually the same. Going from a thousand emails to 14,000, you know, 13, 14,000 is a pretty big jump. And especially if you believe that, you know, let's just say majority of, you know, all the emails that people are someone who are absolutely the right fit for your product. So, Quickly on this, you know, how did you go about attracting the right people? Was it a combination of giveaways on your site, social media, or maybe some ads in conjunction? What was that like? Sure. So um, the first thing that we kind of set out to do, and I wish I could give you like, you know, step one, two, and three, but it's never as that pretty, right? It's never mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. logical and calculated as as we'd like for it to, to sound like. But I was starting out, you know, with just a thousand people, like you said. And um, yeah, for the first couple of months, we ran ads. And before we ran ads, we actually went in and started looking through our blog posts and the videos that I had created. What were the most popular themes, right? So what did people really want to learn about? I sent out surveys. I polled my Facebook audience. I polled my YouTube audience. Um, and I was really, really gung-ho about creating some kind of lead magnet, some kind of freebie that resonated with folks. And it ended up being just around content and creating content calendars. And that first lead magnet, you know, I created so many before that kind of were like hit and miss. You know, some of them were really good. Others were just like, uh, no one's really downloading them. But once we created that content calendar lead magnet, I ran ads to it. And for the first time, I just noticed my conversion rate was incredibly high and the cost was really low. You know, we didn't spend that much money. I spent about $200 a month um, and was getting conversions for about 35 cents. And that was really, really low, which was really great. But I wasn't still sure, you know, are these the right people? And through time, just thinking of what are those core topics and what do people actually want to learn more about and constantly being in conversation with my audience, with my existing customers, you know, with my email list, what do you guys want to learn more about? It just kind of happened organically where we were being really intentional about building a list. So every time we put out content, we thought of, okay, which lead magnet can we promote, you know, with this piece of content? What's really going to get people results? What are they going to be, what's going to blow their minds, right? And how can we create it in a way that's simple and easy to consume? Because a lot of times when I talk to my online, uh, you know, business owners, they're thinking, I have to create this amazing, you know, 10-part video series, right? It's going to take me a whole month to produce and edit and put out into the world. And it's going to be so valuable. And everyone's going to (laughs) sign up. (laughs) And um, that's not always the case, right? So you have to go with things that are going to be easy to consume. You have to know, first of all, your audience. You got to get to know them. You have to ask questions. You have to know what, you know, kind of phase they're in. And those were the questions that we asked, you know, what are you trying to accomplish in your business? You know, what phase in your business are you in? What are those pain points and challenges? And um, it wasn't the, you know, 90 minute free class that I put out that actually got the most amount of conversions. It was actually the very simple content calendar template, you know, something quick and easy that they could implement. Um, But by the same token, you also want to think about 
am I attracting the right audience with this lead magnet? You know, sometimes numbers, again, are not the most important thing. So you have to always gauge. Maybe you're not going to grow your email list, you know, by, I don't know, 100% every month, uh, but you're going to get the right prospects, right? You're going to get the people who are actually going to buy from you. And you have to just play with it and test it and experiment. Um, that's really just our strategy was asking people, creating content and promoting that that lead magnet within that content. Right now, uh, we've gone to the point where we just have uh, organic traffic and I rarely have to run advertising to grow my email list. So we get anywhere from, you know, 50 to 100 organic leads every single day. Wow. Just free. But that's because I spent an entire year producing content and videos and being really intentional um, about touching on topics that were pain points for my audience. And that's really what it's about. It's about being intentional, solving problems, being helpful, and then being strategic about using and leveraging that content to build your own uh, prospect list. I love this conversation in case you, you haven't noticed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It's so refreshing. And it's I love how just how right to the point you are. I'm currently in the process of building several lead magnets. And then this when you say content calendar, it just puts a permanent smile on my face because I worked in digital agencies for 10 years and uh, left my job at the beginning of this year. And they're all big agencies, big clients. And one of the things that I always did, and which I was as smart as you were, is I was the one as a producer and project manager always did content calendars and creating, uh, maybe mine, it looks like, somewhat overly complicated sophisticated <laughs> some you know it's the pro version <laughs> yeah, it's a pro version that's funny and but it's like they really needed that and I think some listeners may be a little bit foreign to this but it's just so helpful for a brand uh, you know for instance such as Reebok to have all these new shoes being released and then on a daily basis and they they still have to post uh, all the events the charities at just everything all encompassing and if you don't have a calendar to stay ahead of that and you have to figure that out on a daily basis not only it's so much work it's, it's actually you're never going to target the right audience and you're always going to be running behind and then you know weeks months go by you take a step back you realize what a hot mess I mean it just the whole thing <laughs> it is illogical you know yeah you've I feel like you've hit on the point first of all congrats <laughs> on leaving your job and doing your own thing that's a huge step I'm so excited for you that's awesome thank you uh, <laughs> yeah. And second of all, I feel like you described it so perfectly. Everything is a hot mess. That That's totally relatable. And I feel like one of your listeners, you know, if they're online business owners, they, they understand the overwhelm, right? At the core of most uh, pain points and most challenges is, at least in my industry, it's just people are overwhelmed. That's literally the thing that I hear most often. And so if you can create a solution to that problem where they're able to breathe a little bit better and sleep a little bit better at night because they know that they're not going to forget to tweet you know, after the morning meeting or uh, they're not going to forget uh, to talk about their promotion uh, over the weekend because all of it is planned out and scheduled in advance, it just makes life so much easier. I couldn't keep up with it. you know, And I do social media for a living. I I could not live without my content calendar. I mean, I don't know what I would do, honestly. Mm. <laughs> Just you have your own. That's so important. It's not about creating something out of thin air and just because it looks pretty or because it sounds amazing. But the fact that you are using it day in, day out to grow your business, there's nothing more convincing and more grounded than that, you know, as a lead a magnet 
I love that. And I must ask a very, like you said, you're being so honest about this and the number of lead magnets that people ended up practicing and testing out is such an iterative process, you know, before you just nail that one, how many lead magnets would you say you've created? And uh, out of that, how many were successful? And then you're putting ads and we're running, you know, against. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great question. You know, Faye, I live Uh, by like the 80-20 rule. And I feel like that's so true in most everything you experiment with. So many online business owners and and just business owners in general, they think that it's just this like one process, right? That you're going to uh, purchase this course and this course is going to teach you how to create a lead magnet. And then you're going to be able to explode that lead magnet. You're going to get a (laughs) hundred thousand people on your email list and life is going to be great. And you're going to become this millionaire. I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it doesn't happen that way. I wish it was that easy. Uh, If it was, we'd all be rich, right? And retired uh, somewhere in Fiji. But the the truth is, it takes a lot of work. So, you know, when I created my my first, you know, quote unquote, successful lead magnet, it took at least 10 tries before then. You know, I had about 10 lead magnets that I'd already created on completely different topics, you know, from branding to uh, social media swipe files, um, there were a lot of different lead magnets uh, in the mix, and I still create a bunch of lead magnets that fail. You know, it, it's, you can't always do the research and think that you're going to nail it right out of the gate, right? It's going to take some time to evolve and, and adapt to it. But if you do the research and you gauge the response, you're easily going to be able to fail quickly, right? And learn from it and then move on and adapt and course correct. And so, yeah, at least 10 lead magnets that did not work, that one worked. And now we have about Four, four lead magnets that are core lead magnets that work really, really well, and, and people, you know, just organically sign up for. But all in all, I probably have at least twenty-five. I mean, there's so many of them that I've had to archive, you know, and kind of take away. I was like, this is not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, major epic fail. Let's just take it down and replace it with something that's better and more enticing for people. And honestly, when you kind of hit the nail on the head, people are going to tell you. Uh, that has been my experience where people email me and they're like, I can't believe you're giving away this thing for free. And mm-hmm. most of the time, it's something that literally took me, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes to create because I had already been using it in my business and it worked really well for us. So whether that the Trello board, you know, or an actual compilation of uh, branding tools, it comes down to utility and just testing and experimenting. You have to become a serial tester and a serial experimenter. Absolutely. So what are the four lead magnets you have right now and how are people organically discovering them like through Google search or what are some of the channels there? So the first one is our content calendar template. That one uh, just is like, it's the most popular one. It, it has been for a year and I thought it would die out, but it seems to be really, really popular. Then the second one is a post planner. It's a social media post planner. So you go in and you kind of organize your social media posts. You can kind of think through, you know, what are the goals and what is it that we want to promote this week and how are we going to measure the results? And then the third one is a blog content bank. Uh, it's just literally a Trello blog. Um, that they get to download, kind of copy off off of my own board. So it's our team board and they they copy it and they can just use it for their own account. And it's just a way to come up with up to 60 blog ideas in in one setting just by organizing your content uh, that way. And then the fourth one is a blogging class. And that one's like a, a recorded 
it's not a webinar. It's it's just like a video recording, but it really is a class. And so those are our four core lead magnets that are pretty popular. There's kind of a fifth one that's trending upwards right now. And it's just a, a design toolkit where um, I put together a list of all the tools that we've used or explored around branding, um, specifically for social design and, and online design. The majority of our traffic comes from social media and part of it does come from organic SEO as well. So we've done, we do SEO, you know, just basic SEO for our blogs, but really the majority of our traffic comes from Pinterest, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Oh, wow. And so, you know, we, we take a look at those analytics a lot, but it's just grown organically, right? First, I didn't get anyone <laughs> viewing my blog other than like my mom and my cousin. <laughs> And then it just grew over time. So right now, primarily people are finding it via the blog. So they come to uh, you know, our blog via Pinterest or they come to the blog via Facebook or YouTube and then they read the content. The lead magnets are either pop-ups on the blog or they're embedded opt-ins on the actual, so they're content upgrades, right? On the actual blog. And uh, yeah, they sign up. So they're reading the content and they sign up for it. So it's based on consumption. I feel like you let me into this candy store as a little kid and I, I don't think I'm ever going to leave. And, uh, it's so sweet. <laughs> I know you're, no, you're, you're incredible. You're so kind to be able to share a lot of this. And to me, this one hour is so much more meaningful, honestly, than a lot of these courses are floating around. And this is not to uh, discredit your course. And in fact, I find for $49 a month and with the option to try it out, that there's no obligation that people can sign up. And uh, I would definitely make sure to include, if I can find all the lead magnets, to make sure I include those uh, on my blog post and also your uh, courses so people can access and try it out and see for themselves. And, you know, I guess I, I feel like I can talk to you forever. And I, my last a couple of questions, I guess, is people, you know, are coming to you with a lot of uh, questions, how to run a, a successful online business. But, you know, you had mentioned that some of the more counterintuitive learnings already. But if you were to kind of look at the landscape of coaches out there and the courses out there, and uh, what are some of the counterintuitive learning that you had that really led you to the success today and really make you stand out? <laughs> That's a great question. You know, I don't necessarily think they're maybe counterintuitive, but I do think it's core elements that maybe are not as shiny and as exciting for most entrepreneurs to hear. I think that we have to learn how to think about our business from a foundational, fundamental kind of perspective. I think one of the things that I've learned uh, kind of from making this mistake over and over again is that you really have to stop going for kind of like 
the shiny ninja strategies and hacks. And um, I know that might sound a little counterintuitive because I do teach the strategies that I've been able to implement. But at the core of business, when you really look at it, there's, I think uh, Peter, Peter Drucker said something like this. He said, uh, there are only two things in business that'll make you money. It's innovation and marketing. Everything else is cost. And it's so true. I read this, you know, back when I was in college and in my business class. And I remember thinking, huh, how interesting, you know, innovation and marketing. And I really think that the foundational aspects of business really come down to two core components or two basic things. Do you have a product, a program, you know, or a service that is actually solving a real and tangible problem or a pain point for your audience, for your ideal customer? Like, do you have that solution? And number two is, can you actually communicate, you know, kind of like that value proposition, uh, the value of your product or the value of your program or the value of your service in a way that resonates with them and gets them to buy? Because I had this problem when I first started, you know, I wasn't really sure what what was that pain point? What was that problem that I was solving? And I wasn't really clear on how to communicate it effectively. You know, we can talk all day long about building email lists and uh, having huge social media audiences. At the end of the day, you can have all of that and not make any money at all, right? You're going to have a hobby business, not a real business. If you can't actually create a product that solves a problem um, in a way that's effective, and more importantly, the second aspect, can you communicate the value of that product in a way that resonates with your ideal clients so much so that you entice them to purchase from you, you're not going to have a successful business, right? So for a, a lot of us, we get so enamored, and I did this, oh my gosh, I did this the first time I put out my first product, and it was an epic failure. We fall in love with our products and our programs and our services, right? We get into like the creative zone and we're such artists, right? Such such uh, innovators that we forget about the other part, which is communicating that specific product in a way that resonates with your audience, that hits on the pain points, that really communicates the challenges that you're going to be able to solve. And those two components, I think, are really the foundation of any type of business. Um, because think about it, right? If you have this amazing product that you've put all of your heart into and you've worked so hard to create in the world, but you can't get anyone to buy it, you don't have a business, right? You're going to get frustrated and overwhelmed and you're going to go out of business. And that's literally the two foundational aspects that I feel like most people don't really talk about as much because they're the basics, right? It's like the foundational aspects of building a business. And if you can get really, really good at creating amazing products and really, really good at communicating the value of those products, you will always be in business, no matter you know how bad the economy is, no matter how uh, you know kind of like the trends change, you will always be in business because business is about not just creating amazing products and services, uh, but then also being able to deliver them in a way that uh, creates that action, right? That that really just commands people to act and purchase from you. So you have to balance both of those out. And I think the majority of business owners are too much on the creation aspect. 
and I've been guilty of this so many times where we just fall in love with our product and our product is amazing. But it's like, have you validated your product, right? Have you talked to your existing customer? Have you really gotten deep into their challenges and their pain points and their struggles in order to position your product as the perfect solution for them? And I would go as far as to say that you have a responsibility to stay in business. It's your responsibility to not just create these amazing solutions in the world, but also be able to communicate the value of those solutions so that you can help more people so that you can make a bigger impact in the world. Uh, absolutely. And then once you make the communication so clear and uh, e- easy, they have to be easy to understand. And therefore, your customers become advocates and so that they can share the same message. They can help other people or better, they could, you know, bring new customers to you because they're able to, you know, convey the same message you have established, which is, I feel like there's that really interesting circle uh, and the loop going on, which is the language you're using are precisely what pains them, you know? Know, that that mm-hmm. you're using their pain points instead of using some shiny dictionary, you know, impressive mm-hmm. word, you know, the corporate talk that is so opposite. Like real life is so opposite of that. And then I, I appreciate you uh, for kind of really dissecting to this level. This is amazing. My last question, as I promised, will be, you know, You've been building this online product yeah, for the past 12 to 14 months. Roughly, um, you probably can't even keep track at this point, but roughly how many people do you think are sort of the the true fans of the courses or who are actively engaging and participating in Business Lounge from what you can see? Sure, sure. So right now we have um, about 120 members. The Business Lounge itself launched two months and a half ago. So we launched in September 1st. Oh, wow. So still baby product. Yeah. Um, my core signature program is Zilch to Social. And then we have other programs like Zero to Branding and Create a Kickbook Content Calendar. But the business lounge now is really just the main focus. And it's it's a baby. We're still working on it um, and making it better. But right now we have uh, 120, 119, I should say, active members. And we're growing really fast, which is really exciting. Um, our goal was to get our first 50 members. And um, we kind of doubled that. So we're really excited about that. And yeah, so it's really just for online creators, you know, so we're talking about bloggers and authors and coaches and consultants who offer and deliver their uh, services, their products, uh, their programs online. So Mm. it's fully focused on the online uh, community, whereas my other training programs have kind of been for anyone who's in business, which is not always the best strategy. Uh, I do think that niching down is important. But for this specific core group of people, we've designed the Business Lounge to be more of like a pathway to to really helping them completely remove overwhelm from their everyday life and, and guide them through the process of building a successful online business, whether they're in the idea stage, right? So they're just thinking about the possibility of starting their own business uh, or they're doing it, you know, on the side or they're fully transitioned and kind of, you know, very successful in, in their relative industries. So 
It's been so much fun. And, you know, for the first, almost the first year of my business, I just did one-off products, right? And so you didn't really have that community aspect. Um, and it was a lot more challenging to get feedback and to understand where in the journey, uh, in the, you know, the learning journey, because anyone can really create products, right? We can all create online training, but it's about our, our students getting the results. Are they actually implementing it in the real world? And are they growing their businesses as a result? And this has been a transformational experience, uh, both for myself and my team. Um, we've been able to really have those conversations. You know, they just happen organically, uh, whether it's in the Facebook group or in our community forum, um, and really get deep with our members and talk about their struggles and their challenges, and have a place where it's safe to not have a great day to share the the actual pain points and the struggles and the obstacles that they're going through and um, being able to be there for them and encourage them and cheer them on along the way when things are not always as they expect them to be as it happens, you know, with all of us in this entrepreneurial journey is really, I think, the most valuable aspect of the business launch. Sure, we have a bunch of training products and they're amazing, I think. <laughs> I'm totally biased. And we do put out new courses every single month. It's really that connection and being able to, uh, you know, get direct access to myself and my team. That's honestly the the core value proposition of of the training program. And then you are being very generous. I I have my eyes on the business lounge. You know, I'm looking at the ultimate design toolkit, and then you're giving away so much of this information, this knowledge, completely for free. This is amazing. So is it fair to say maybe the business lounge is the only? Is it the only? paying product that you have right now or do you have multiple products running in parallel? Yeah, we have multiple products. So we have Zilch to Social, which is our core signature program, but that one is open uh, only two times a year. So it we're about to open it actually. Oh, uh, that's why. I don't see it. Yeah, uh-huh. it's closed. So we have that one. And then we have Zero to Branding, which is also available. And then we have a tiny little course that's Create a Kipbook Content Calendar, which is like an introductory course. But right now, yes, the business launch is definitely our main focus, although we do have other programs available throughout the season. The core program that's Social to Social, it's my signature program is closed right now. But the business launch is really where uh, we're focused in on kind of having that evergreen open enrollment sort of uh, product. This is really cool. I, I, uh, if I have any questions, I'll certainly follow up with you because uh, I'm on your website right now. I was trying to find all the courses. I don't see a full list because some, I guess, actually not open for enrollment right now. So I would love to be, maybe get, maybe there are notifications that people can kind of sign up so that they can stay to so this courses and everything you do can stay more top of mind. Um, that would be great. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, we're actually getting ready to have uh, kind of what we call holiday extravaganza. We're going to have, we're going to open our programs. We're going to have amazing uh, bundles for uh, different types of businesses available every week leading up to Christmas. So that's going to be really exciting. To wow. Have. So, well, yeah. How do people kind of sign up for that? What are some of the business that you have in mind? Sure. So we're actually opening up the VIP list to get access to the bundles. Um, and I'll give you the link, Faye, for sure, if you want to share it with, with your listeners. It's just going to be KimberlyAnnHimenez.com forward slash holiday. It's not available right now, but it will be uh, wow. starting tomorrow. And uh, yeah, just the bundles, you know, we're going to, we don't sell any of our business launch courses separately, but for a limited amount of time, we're actually going to be opening up a couple of the courses. So 
people can bundle them together. Um, we're going to be offering things like a 90-day trial to SAM card and including bundles like Zilch to Social, Zero to Branding, and a couple of free months to the Business Lounge. And you get to pick and choose which bundle you want. Oh, that is so smart. Oh my goodness. I just remember even just, you know, Victoria's Secret, like you can have your little for, you know, twenty, forty, a hundred dollars, you can just pick a combination of a products that kind of create your own I almost said toolkit, but in a way it is like basically creating your own toolkit that's most relevant for your business. That is super brilliant. Wow, there's a lot of really awesome information. Cause right now you're I feel like you're you're over many of the hurdles and uh, design phases, but I, I'm so intrigued by where you're going next, especially kind of through the holiday and into 2017. Mm-hmm. I would love, love to learn more. Sure. That would be amazing. I'd be honored uh, to kind of come back. It's been such a pleasure, Faye. You're so easy to kind of talk to and then you're fun and vibrant. I, I've just really enjoyed uh, our conversation today. No, I likewise. Absolutely. Um, Kim, thanks so much. I mean, this is such a treat for me. I mean, I've been talking for over an hour, but yet I just feel super energetic and <laughs> I'm ready. I think that's when people watch your video, that's a kind of the same feeling. But I think there's something really unique about just so zoomed in on just your voices and without any distractions or, you know, trying to follow a manual or anything. But definitely you're very special. And that's why I think what you create ended up resonating with so many people, you know, without intimidation. It just makes Thank me you. smile. Yeah. And, you're so sweet. Thank uh, you. I'm really honored to, ha- to to hear you say that. I'm I seriously, I'm so humbled and so honored that I get to do the work that I do. Um, literally, I feel like the luckiest uh, human being alive. And I don't mean that lightly. I'm I'm so blessed and so incredibly happy to be able to do what I do. And I do not take uh, any of it for granted. So thank you so much for, for your kind words. Oh, thank you. Kim, have a wonderful day. You too. Take care, Faye. You too. Thanks. Bye. Hope you enjoy this episode of the Phase World podcast. My team and I will be thrilled if you choose to write us a review on iTunes. It really helps to get the word out. Simply search for Phase World podcast in your iTunes app under podcast. Click on readings and reviews tab and then write a review. The star review takes seconds or a brief text review will be fantastic too. Thank you on behalf of me and my team from Phase World.